Last year, the Defense Department tried for the first time to audit its finances. The result was nowhere close to being clean, but DOD thinks it has some new ways this year to improve and has some plans for how to hold itself accountable. Acting Deputy Defense Secretary David Norquist gave Congress the details earlier this week. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni is here now to explain what happened. Hey, Scott. Hi, Jared. So what exactly does DOD think it can do in 2019 and uh, I guess now the second year of audits to come up with better results than they had last year? Right. Well, David Norquist spoke before the uh, House Appropriations Committee this week, and he said that he thinks that two more agencies can actually come back with a clean audit. Now, that sounds fairly good, but you have to remember that there's 21 agencies within the Defense Department that are auditable, and only five came back clean last year. So this year, it would be about seven agencies that would get the uh, the green go mark from uh, the auditors this year. And then obviously, he has to keep those previous five uh, still up to date and doing well like they were uh, the year previously. So um, it's uh, big news for them. It's about 33% of the whole Defense Department coming back clean, but still a huge road ahead for them. And uh, it's going to take quite a while before they get there, he said. Yeah, and we should mention that none of those seven that you're talking about are the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, or the Marine Corps, which are the big kahunas, obviously. So these are relatively small entities in the grand scheme of things. But but what exactly does DOD think it can do, according to Norquist, to start making some serious demonstrable progress here? Right. Well, one of the things that uh, the auditors use to uh, f- track these uh, these audits are what are called notices of findings and, rec- and recommendations. And they're basically uh, bullet points that say, um, you know, there's you need to work on this one specific thing. And once you do that, then, you know, we'll give you the the green light. Um, they have about 2,410 of those that they need to work on. So it's a, a big hill to climb. And so what Norquist has done and put is put them within a database. And the people can go in, see this database, and actually you know pick one out and, and work on it. His plan is in a couple of years to send that database and those results to Congress and say, well, this uh, agency has taken care of 200 in, in our NFRs, and this agency is only taking care of three, and they have maybe 300 that are out outstanding. That way, Congress can really call to the carpet these agencies and bring them in for a hearing and say, you know, why aren't you taking care of these these efforts? And here's the specific efforts that you need to work on. Norquist said that this is something that he worked on when he was at the defense, uh, excuse me, this is, Norquist said that this is something that he worked on when he was at the Department of Homeland Security, when he eventually got them to work on a, a better audit themselves. So what 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 did lawmakers' reactions to Norquist's testimony seem to be? Because these these are appropriators, right? And and, and I'm going to assume that they have a special interest in making sure that DOD can do a reasonable job of accounting for its finances before they um, add to the department's budget as it's requesting this year. Right. Well, as you can imagine, they feel like they're stewards of the taxpayer dollar and that, you know, before they start handing out money, which they're responsible for as members of Congress and in Article one of the Constitution, that they should get a little bit of responsibility from DOD first. Um, When they're hearing that basically all of DOD can't account for the money that it uses, um, that's something that's a little worrisome to them. Uh, Barbara Lee, she's one of the representatives on the committee, 
said that she was a little reticent to throw more money at the Defense Department when it's not able to necessarily combat the waste, fraud, and abuse that uh, it's it that is within the department. And uh, you know, if you remember a couple of years ago, there was a study from the GAO that said there was 125 billion dollars that DoD hadn't saved just in uh, IT and also some of the uh, some other uh, consolidations that it could use, and that 125 billion dollars would be without even firing some people. Now, that has been contentious within the Defense Department on how that actually uh, shook out. But either way, it's clear that there's a lot of money that can be saved through efficiencies and reducing duplication. Uh, and then another thing to keep in mind is that this budget cycle is just starting. The Defense Department's asking for a humongous amount of money, which is $750 billion. Now, that's an increase of uh, a good bit, almost $50 billion from last year. And, uh, and uh, they're going to want to continue to keep these larger budgets or something around these larger budgets uh, if they want to continue the sort of... Uh, posture that they've had in the the previous years. Right. So we're only one year into this audit process so far, but it'd be nice if DOD could tell at least some success stories, some good news that they've gotten out of the audits so far. Have they been able to tell Congress any of those stories yet? Right. Yeah. I think one of the stories which Federal News Radio has reported on is that uh, spare parts are being found that were never really uh, known about. And they're also parts of uh, warehouses they didn't know about. They're just finding warehouses full of spare parts. The Air Force, for example, in Utah Hill, excuse me, in Utah's Hill Air Force Base found uh, a whole bunch of uh, of spare parts that were in perfectly good condition that they could use. It saved the Air Force $53 million. But if you put that in the grand scheme of things, uh, it's not really paying back everything yet. It takes about a billion dollars or took about a billion dollars the audit to the Defense Department in the first place. So they're going to need to find a lot more spare parts before they make up just for the audit itself and then before they really start making up for the Defense Department uh, in, in other uh, ways and, and saving taxpayers some money. Uh, Norquist said that they're looking at some other areas in how they can save money. One of those is that how is how they buy things uh, in procurement licenses for IT. So right now you might pay a certain amount of money for buying one license, but you would play, pay slightly less for buying 10 or 20 licenses in bulk, sort of the, the Costco method, right? So they're, they're trying to do that within IT and then also in other things like prescription drugs where they can just buy uh, a bunch of prescription drugs instead of in, all together instead of doing a single contract for different sorts of drugs uh, with different companies. All right, Federal News Radio, Scott Massioni. Thanks very much, Scott. Thank you. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.